Since this story is told in chronological order, I recommend you start at episode one if this is your first time here. Also, you will hear a little bit of cursing, so take precaution if listening with kids. In the last episode, I opened up to you about a really tough week I had recently. After working through it, I started talking about domains for my future website and also looking into getting a logo. So let's get back into it. This is a story of starting over in your 30s told in real time and how I'm trying to navigate my way through a confusing juncture in life. I have suddenly realized the life I'm living is not the life I want. In each episode, I'll be sharing every step of my journey as it's unfolding in real time, the good, the bad, the ugly. From starting a side hustle to completely reconsidering and questioning every goal I ever made for myself in my 20s, I'll be taking you on this journey with me to figure out my life all over again. Just like trying to find a product to sell and committing to a brand name, choosing a domain is the next fear-inducing step I have to overcome. I felt like I had to pick the most perfect domain. This is where people are going to find me. I don't want to make it confusing for them to find my website, so having a domain like Nella.com would have been perfect. But I should have just expected that this was not going to be that easy. I started recording my audio diary as I began the process of looking up domains for Nella. Um, I just went to GoDaddy, looked up different domain names that I wanted. I first made sure that the brand name doesn't look trademarked right off the bat, so things looked clear. It was more of a scary process than actually a technically hard process. There was not really much involved on the technical side. Yes, it is true. Getting a domain is surprisingly pretty easy. Since there isn't anything technical about the process, I should just try to make sure to get out of my own way, so to speak, and not make this a bigger deal than it has to be. Okay, let's talk about the actual domain name. We know Nella.com is already taken, and to acquire that domain would likely be pretty expensive and not something I'm willing to shell out that much cash for right now. So if it's not going to be Nella.com, then what should it be? I spent several hours scouring GoDaddy to find inexpensive and available domains. First, I eliminated any results that ended in a .io, .xyz, .live, .fun, .world, .vip. Yeah, I was surprised these were all even a thing. So after eliminating all that, there were a few domains that stood out. I was debating between nellashop.co, shopnella.co, and nellastore.co. Since I told myself not to make this a bigger deal than it has to be, I decided to make a decision quickly. And quick for me was like a couple of days of going back and forth on which would make the best name. It's done. I did it. I have a domain and I have a business Gmail, which I set up all by myself. So, ugh, this feels crazy. Um, yep, so paid for the domain and paid for the Gmail business account. So we are officially shopnella.net. So yeah, I didn't end up picking either one of the ones I had mentioned, mostly because having a .net ended up being less expensive to own, so I just went with that. 
The domain I got from GoDaddy. And the business email account I got from Gmail. Now my email alias matches my website URL and that feels pretty fucking cool. You are now all free to email me at amy.allen at shopnella.net. I feel really accomplished right now. Okay, but honestly, don't email me yet. Unless you're listening to this super far in the future and I'm a fully functioning business. If you go to shopnella.net now, you will see the website says it is coming soon. Again, assuming you're not listening from the future, when hopefully maybe I'm already a millionaire by then. Just kidding, just kidding. Once I finalized my products, the website and the Amazon store will have to be fully built out. This is a step I'm excited and nervous about starting in the future. But let's not get too carried away right now. So in hindsight, this step was not difficult, but it was scary to make it official. But yeah, so um, ended up with uh, the domain. I think making the official purchase was the scarier part. And then going to Google, figuring out how to get my very first own business uh, account through Gmail. Again, not terribly technically hard. It was just more the process. This just feels official and it feels um, permanent, uh, which made it scary. As I continue to feel the fear of messing up, I'm trying to just tell myself that it doesn't have to be as permanent of a decision as it feels like it is, you know? I'm trying to learn to accept the fact that the fear will continue to be there as I keep pushing forward. Maybe I can try to turn this fear into excitement. I'll have to work on convincing myself that this is more exciting than scary. And hopefully, eventually, I will be able to believe myself. It's okay if I don't like it. I can always edit it or change it or get a new one. Uh, I assume I can. I don't really know what that process is like, but I, I assume I can make some changes as I go along. But yeah, it's done. I'm excited. And the next thing is waiting for the logo. Here we go. Things are getting real. This is kind of what I was nervous for. But I like the nervous factor of it. I think it's exciting. I like that it's scary because I definitely feel at the edge of my seat throughout this whole process, especially because I've never done this before. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm kind of just going along with um, taking things one step at a time. But yep, on to the next thing. Yeah, I know. I don't sound very convincing at the moment. I'll keep trying to turn these doubts and fears into excitement as I keep going. Or at least at a minimum, I could start just being proud of myself for taking actions towards making this crazy idea a reality. Okay, the domain is done. Now it's time to pick a logo. Because my logo will be the face of my brand, it felt so important to me to get it right. I read that it's important that a logo be simple, memorable, and visually appealing. Trying to balance simplicity with impact is a tough pursuit because you also have to balance creativity with functionality. No pressure, right? This will be just fine. As I mentioned last week, I turned to Fiverr to find a graphic designer that specializes in creating logos. 
When I found a graphic designer whose portfolio seemed to match the simple aesthetic I was looking for, here's what I wrote to him when he asked what my logo requirements were. Hey Dave, the logo will be printed on the product items I will be selling online. I might have a kitchen or home or pet product, so I just want a simple and impactful logo that will be perfect for the manufacturer to be able to print onto different products. I don't know if I want color, but I don't mind starting with a black and white option. I'm leaving it up to your creativity to put a concept together. Yeah, I know. If you are a graphic designer, my message probably made you cringe. I'm fully aware that no graphic designer wants to be told, I'm leaving it up to your creativity. So earlier today, I got the logos. The I got four. Man, I can't really think. It's um 11 40 p.m uh and yeah i'm just really tired but anyways earlier today i received four logo options from the uh graphic designer from fiverr and they honestly they look so good like i'm super impressed not gonna lie when the graphic designer came back to me with four logo concepts for nella i was very pleasantly surprised It looked exactly like the idea I had in my own head, but without knowing how to describe it. At all. I'll be posting these logo concepts on my Instagram page so you can see what they look like and vote on your favorite. Um, I think I could potentially just pick one of them from the four that he, he gave me to choose from. Like there's a couple that I really, really like. And let's see. I, um, yeah, I'm excited to see which one I choose and bring it to life. Go to my Instagram page linked in the show notes to make your vote. If you've noticed, my mood has been a bit off in my audio diaries throughout this episode. As I work through domains and logos, I do feel excited about seeing all this come to life. But I'm also exhausted with a capital EX. So... I was supposed to do a bit more work today after work, so finish the week. I was so exhausted. Last night I had to do a work event, um, like a work dinner, and it went pretty late. Uh, We had work dinner with clients and I didn't end up coming home until 2 a.m., which was so exhausting. So trying to do my brand and Amazon stuff today was a bit... um, Honestly, if I'm being really honest, I just, I couldn't put myself to like get deep into it. I looked at the logos and like thought of ways that, you know, I could make some changes to that. Talked to the graphic designer for a minute. Um, started looking through uh, Alibaba to start researching manufacturers. But beyond that, I really didn't do much. And I wanted to do so much today. As the side hustle starts to feel more and more real, I'm trying to remind myself that these are exciting times. Is there a lot to manage? Yes. Am I pushing myself a lot? Yes. Is all this work going to be worth it? It fucking better be. No, I'm kidding. But I do hope it is. I think regardless of what the finish line looks like for this real-time experiment, I know I'm learning a lot as I go through this process. And sharing it publicly for anyone to hear can hopefully make one small positive impact on someone. But honestly, between working my 9 to 5 and taking serious steps towards starting a side hustle, 
things sometimes feel confusing. Okay, I am sitting in the parking lot of my office building, getting ready to walk into the office. It's Monday. Uh, um, had a busy morning, actually, before I even got to the office, did a little bit of work. I also was listening to podcasts at the same time. And one of the podcasts that was just playing was explaining how starting a small business can really give you the freedom of leaving that nine to five, can give you the freedom of um, actually verbatim what he said was, you know, if you want to drop everything and go have lunch with your family, you have the freedom to go have lunch with your family. Um, and that really, I think, I want to say that it encouraged me. It did encourage me, but it made me feel also like, shit, I haven't done enough. I keep distracting myself with other things. And I also have a full-time job that I cannot, you know, slack on. I don't want to be that employee that everyone's thinking, oh, why is Amy not doing her job? Well, she seems so distracted. She seems kind of checked out. That's like the last thing I want people to say. So I'm being proactive to try to be very present, but internally feeling very disconnected from my office job, my nine to five, the job that's giving me a salary right now. Um, and yeah, so when I heard the podcast this morning about how it was encouraging people to take that step, um, take the risk of opening up your own business, getting started with something, uh, and working on that so it can grow into your your full-time job, making yourself an income with a lot less effort than the nine to five. Um, that was encouraging, but yeah, I guess I kind of feel internally like shit as I want to be working on my small business, but I also am here at the office kind of putting on a smile and making sure I, I'm showing up. And so I'm just internally very torn. Because this side hustle is still a very new and premature thing, the thought of leaving my 9-to-5 job feels impossible and way too risky right now. I think my only option at this point is to just keep doing what I'm doing. I'll continue to be fully present at work, not slack off, not get distracted, and definitely not let this side hustle experiment get in the way of my 9-to-5 corporate life. Honestly, it feels tempting to just put more focus on the side hustle because I am learning to love the process and now looking forward to the next phase of this journey. Also, something I didn't think would ever happen, I'm starting to learn to accept that this underlying fear of failure will always be there. And I think I'm starting to be okay with that. Coming up, scenes from the next episode. I think I just... I thought to myself, like, what am I doing? I can't make a podcast. Like, I'm so dumb. I was so stupid to think that that was going to work out or that that idea was even like a legitimate idea.
If you like what you hear, subscribe to this podcast and to help spread the word as we are brand new, rate and review us five stars to help get this podcast out there. Follow us on our Instagram page at starting over underscore in real time for more fun content about the journey. Any and all support is always appreciated. I cannot wait to continue to share this journey with you.